0: How's it going? How's it going? And welcome to From the Sidelines. My name's Josh and I'm here with Chad Davis, Devin Davis, and that's right. I did say the word and because we got somebody very special back on this podcast. Back from the dead, long awaited return. We got the king, Noah Tyree. What's up, Noah?
1: Bro, I'm trying to finish my fruit snacks. Hang on. I didn't think you were doing it that quick. <laughs> I, I, no, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. What is going on? I'm glad to be back. I thought I had more time on the introduction, but that's why I stuffed my face with Mott's Fruit Snacks. We are not sponsored. <laughs> I hope everybody is having a good time. I'm glad to be back. Let's talk some sports as I still eat my fruit snacks.
0: All right. Well, while you're munching on those fruit snacks, we're getting ready to swallow them. Uh, the homo. Um, <laughs> be sure to follow us on Instagram at FTS Pod. Follow us on Twitter at Pod. Email us at DFTSpod at gmail.com. And we've got something brand new coming out for you all. It's a new website. Be sure to look at that at the pod dot backslash fts pod. So, like Noah said while he was downing uh, fruit snacks, let's talk about some NBA. And the main thing that's happened this past week in the NBA is, of course, the NBA draft. Devin, what are you thinking about the NBA draft?
2: Uh, I would say I would say it was pretty pretty chalky. Things kind of went as expected. Couple of guys fell further than they probably should have, and uh, we had a couple surprises. But I mean, it was pretty quiet with trades through the through the lottery. There wasn't much much activity or action going on early on in the draft, and uh, it was kind of I mean, I mean, it was kind of just like there was there wasn't much hype around this draft class, and the draft didn't really play out as exciting as 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 anyone would have anticipated. So I mean, it's kind of un- underwhelming to to be honest.
3: Yeah, I believe the word you're looking for is garbage.
2: Well, yeah. yeah. I I was going to say
3: meh. I don't know who in this draft is going to pan out and be good. There's like two guys that I know is going to be good. But like all these guys, it's just like, eh, you know, eh. Outside of Anthony Edwards and James Wiseman, even just me, I know it's unpopular opinion, but just me, I think Lamella Ball is going to be a bust. I don't know what the Hornets were doing this whole draft, but... Uh, Yeah, all their picks were just garbage. Sorry, Hornets.
1: Well, that gets to my question, I guess. I was going to ask, like, out of all the picks, I feel like LaMelo is the most interesting because, you know, like you all said, this draft class is awful. So I would love to hear your opinions on LaMelo.
0: It's kind of an undecided opinion. I don't know. I feel like there's always a a risk um, that's going to be following him, but I feel like there could be a reward. I mean, he's got the passing ability, but I don't know if he's going to have the scoring ability in the NBA. I think he's well, he's six seven and like one hundred and eighty five pounds. That's too little. I mean, he is not going to be able to get in the paint. He's going to have to rely on his shot, and which is not good. Really, I don't. I don't. Yeah. I, I mean, I don't. I wouldn't say it's not good, but I don't think it's consistent enough for the NBA. So I think if he wants to really make an impact and no, maybe one day being an all being all star, which is not going to happen. I think he's going to have to work on his shot for sure. I just want nothing to do with Levar Ball, especially if oh, he's not going to he be, be. He anything be, special. Yeah. Like, hey, here's what I want: I want the one on one with Michael Jordan.
2: Oh, who doesn't? Uh, who doesn't want that? Who doesn't want that? I want. <laughs> that's
0: that's going to be prime time television, right it'll there.
2: Be like playing, be play, it'll be like me play. playing. It'll be like me playing one on one against Josh. Just I'm just winning twenty one 0 Like not even. No, he's not even getting on the scoreboard. Okay.
1: I'm gonna I'm gonna just I'm gonna just to cut him off right there. Uh Devin will never twenty one nil. I don't care how many surgeries Josh has had on his ankle, he can walk around with wooden stilts as ankles. You're still not twenty one niling. <laughs> I
2: <I'll go. laughs> guarantee I will. Bro, as long as I keep making shots, he's not getting the ball, so he's not scoring. Not getting the ball? What are
0: you talking about? Okay, whatever.
2: Yeah, you're not gonna touch the ball.
1: All right, all right. Make
0: it take didn't it. no uh, didn't know all. Devin had Kyrie handles. I <laughs> Can't say I've ever seen that.
1: I can't I can't say either of us have seen that, so Secondly, there's a lot of uh lot of options for you all to choose this with. Uh i <laughs> I already have my pick for it, honestly. So uh who is gonna be the biggest bust out of this class? So many choices.
0: Patrick Williams. <laughs> I mean... I mean, they drafted him, and they already have Laurie Markin and Wendell Carter, Uh, and they drafted Patrick Williams at four for some reason. Very overrated in the draft. I don't know how he went that high. I was expecting him to go, like, I don't know. He was going to go lottery, but I was thinking lower lottery. Uh, I think he'll be a bust.
2: Yeah, I was a bit surprised to see him go four. There was a lot of momentum leading up to the draft that he was going to rise in lottery, but, I mean, four was a bit high. There wasn't a clear... (laughs) There wasn't a. It felt like there was a top three, and then four was always like, you know, take like I'll
0: choose progress. your own
2: adventure. Like who knows?
0: And the thing was, he didn't even like start in college. Like, yeah, he
2: didn't even start in college. He averaged what, like nine and four?
0: Uh, Among us joke, but that's kind of sus to me. So. I don't, oh, God, I don't know. He wasn't even the best three and D
2: guy on his team. Uh, so I'm not. I'm not anticipating anything spectacular from Patrick Williams. Chad, what do you think? Uh, my
3: pick. My pick's definitely going to be Jalen Smith, mainly just because the Suns never do anything smart on draft night, Uh, and they're drafting a center when they already have DeAndre Ayton that really isn't even a position of value in the NBA nowadays, so it's just like, what are you doing? But it's no surprise coming from the Suns.
1: Yep, he took my pick. I was going to say Jalen Smith. The Suns, I don't know how many times... They're going to do this, but they're, I don't want them to waste another player's potential, but they can't develop a player correctly if their life depended on it. Outside of Booker and maybe Aiden. like, I just, I don't, I don't really agree with their decisions on how they draft or how they handle their draft picks.
2: Yeah, this is a team that drafted uh, DeAndre Ayton over Luka Doncic, and then proceeded to draft Cameron Johnson and Jalen Smith in back-to-back drafts, so I mean, what an, what an abysmal no wonder, no wonder Devin Booker
0: wants out of there. Makes sense. Now uh, let's, let's let's reverse this question. Let's, instead of talking about bust, who do you think is going to be you know like surprising? Who do you think's going you know, to come out of this draft class looking pretty decent?
1: We want to go with the Euro guy from <laughs> for the Thunder, just for a fun time.
0: I like having a fun time. Go let's
1: for it. Fun. Let's have a fun time. I feel like we have another Chris Stapps. You know, I'm going to give him the benefit of a doubt.
0: Can you tell me what his name is though?
1: <laughs> uh, <laughs> as, no i can't i'm not even gonna butcher this on live air i'm not gonna disrespect the man I
3: alexej just, uh, pokusevsky alexej Pok- no i think the j makes a y sound alexej oh, oh. pokusevsky yes i
2: believe that's correct. yeah well that uh, guy he had i he mean even like they even messed it up during the draft right
1: I don't know probably I mean. all I know is that this man is built like Chris Stapps, a, fair, a very skinnier version very skinnier version. He looked like he could move a little quicker and I'm just going off the the package they had at the NBA draft. I haven't seen anything about him play. But I just I feel like he might actually have some potential to him. I'm I'm going to I'm going to give him the benefit of the doubt. The Thunder are usually good with their Euro recruits and their scouts and everything. Seems like the only place they scout of is Europe, but that's a different topic but I, i'm gonna give him the benefit of a doubt i'm gonna do that
3: he is seven foot
1: and like i said seven foot moving the way that it looked like he was moving on his package it it looked like he was moving fairly well for a seven foot guy and it looked like he had a shot i the shot granted it is euro so the three-point line is a little closer to the basket than us but I, i'll give him a shot
0: all right devin who you got
2: uh, my my uh, favorite sleeper pick, or later later than lottery pick, uh, is gonna be Tyrell Terry. Fell all the way to the second round. Somehow, somehow criminal that he fell that far. But as soon as as soon as the Mavericks had the first pick in the second round, you knew he was going going to Dallas. The Mavericks have been really savvy with their drafts, and I mean I think it's I think it like, he can play perfectly with Luka. So I mean, when you're able to get such a, such a like good off-ball two-way combo guard in the draft, um, he's a bit raw and a little undersized, so that's probably why some teams had some concerns and he slipped as far as he did. But I definitely like the potential there, and uh, he's really just kind of all around as a good
3: a good combo guard. that can play either the one or the two. I'm gonna go with our boy Tyrese Maxey. He was. Projected lottery all year last year, fell to twenty one uh last week. He's he's on a good team in Philly. Uh just needs to improve on get a more consistent shot because Philly kind of lacks shooters, and I think that's kinda what they what they need next year. But uh yeah, I think he can develop into a solid uh backup guard role for them. Uh can no. I just... You guys something to say?
1: <laughs> I would have chose quickly before I chose Maxi. Hey, at
3: least quickly can shoot.
1: That's what I was going to say. Like, at least he has a shot developed first, so I'd put that with him. And I don't know. Maxi just is way too inconsistent. Like, let me make this game-winning three against Michigan State, but then the rest of the year have a struggle for making it from the corner. Like, I can't. I can't get behind that, especially in the NBA, in a shortened college season. That's not – I can't get behind that. At least Quickly was consistent with his shot.
0: I think I think right now I kind of agree with that. I think Quickley's floor is higher than Maxie's, um, but I think Maxie's ceiling is higher.
1: Yeah, that I'll give. Yeah, that I'll give. Granted, Maxie is more athletic. I would say that. Oh, yeah, definitely. He, He's way more athletic than quickly. So, like, I get it's basically an order of preference. Like, do you want athleticism to develop on, or do you want shooting? And in today's NBA, I'm gonna take shooting.
0: Yeah, uh, I'm gonna. My guy, I'm, I'm, I'm thinking about going with Josh Green. I think, I think he'll be a good fit for the the Mavericks. And Devin's gone kind of <laughs> bananas there. I don't know, I don't know what happened to him. But uh, uh, it's just like I mean, you know, know, out of he's... all the all the names, I thought you were gonna say that would
2: have been like you know <laughs> one of the last picks.
0: Why is that?
2: Why is that? Um, because I don't exactly
0: know what he's good at. He's an athletic He's really good at defending. Guy. He's a freak athletically. That's what I'm saying. He's going to be a good fit for the Mavericks. you got Luka. He's got the shot. You've got Chris Dabbs holding down the paint, who can also spread the floor. Yeah, I feel they, like... gotta give, they get a guy like Josh Green, got that athleticism, got that defense, you know. Like, but I feel you like, if like, like, like I'm, I'm going to
2: try to draft that type of player, I want to mold them into a 3 and D guy. Maybe they can. But instead, he's just a defense guy. Like, he doesn't have the three-point <laughs> three aspect of that. So, I mean, maybe they develop it. Maybe they
0: do, but uh, kind of question that pick. You question all of my picks. It's okay. Well, I guess now it's time we, uh, we kind of recap the, the lottery. So, as um, well, I guess, well, that's calm time now. What are, we play. what are we doing? I'm going to recap the lottery. I was going to go. What does that even mean? Going to recap what happened in the lottery
2: <laughs> But of nothing, the NBA ha- nothing draft. happened. Literally nothing happened.
0: What are we doing for this episode then? What?
2: We're talking about. I have another good question.
0: Well, okay. bang it, what, boy! What do you what do
2: you got for me? So we talked about uh, our favorite and worst picks of the draft. What teams do you guys think had the best draft? And what team do you guys think had the worst draft? This includes all the all the pre-draft moves, all the trades involving draft picks. I mean, you got you got teams like the Pistons acquiring extra picks in this draft for some reason. I don't know. I'll, I'll, I'll open the floor. See see well, if you guys hit. got any teams that you thought blew you away.
1: I feel like the thunder blew it. Yeah. I <laughs> I don't know why they had a prime opportunity to get Jaden McDaniels or uh, the, RJ Hampton was available at that point too before they traded down. I I don't I I know I said like I'd give the guy a chance, but we had every opportunity to take somebody at least we knew would work out. Or like have a chance to work out instead. We're taking a shot on nobody. Like, right? I, I don't know. I there are so many better choices that would fit them to put along Shea. Like, to me, I felt like if we put J.D. McDaniel's with Shea, holy moly, we might have something there. But I'm not Sam Presti, so what would I know?
3: They also had pick twenty-five. You know who went there quickly? Yeah, you could have had quickly and McDaniel's. Instead, they traded up for again for whatever reason and got the pick seventeen. They w- gave up both they, of
0: those picks. They could have gotten um, oh, I don't need to look at the name Pakusevski. Probably could have gotten him at twenty five.
1: I yeah. I would have took Precious uh, over him. Like there are so many players that could have done that.
0: Yeah, I don't. I, yeah, I would have taken <laughs> the next five picks over him. I mean, Josh Green, <laughs> Sadiq Bay, Precious Achiwa, Tyrese Maxey.
1: I mean, yeah, say that name. Say that name.
0: Say that one. Say the last name of that one, Josh. Say the last one name of what? Oh, oh uh, it, uh, Naji? Zeke Naji.
1: <laughs> oh, you said it right. Oh, I can't pronounce that. <laughs>
0: Noah sees two ends, and he probably <laughs> like Ninaji. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly <laughs> what I want to
1: tell
0: you. Yeah, I think I think the Thunder lost this draft. I think the Bulls lost this draft. Uh, I think the Timberwolves did good this draft. I mean, Anthony Edwards. And Jalen Green or Jaden McDaniels, Jalen Green's next year. What am I thinking? Uh, Jaden McDaniels. So I think they they did good in the draft.
1: Yeah, I agree. The Timberwolves definitely had a good draft. Uh, they probably take the king draft spot for me. Jaden McDaniels and uh, Anthony Edwards already put it at a B plus grade for me. So
3: I can't say they had the best draft, but they definitely got my favorite player in this draft. The Warriors added James Wiseman, who's going to be a stud center. Big, big fan of his shot blocking. Uh, But unfortunately, Clay is now hurt and out for another year, so I don't know how much it'll matter. But uh, that was a position of need for the Warriors, and I like, like the draft spot for him.
1: I did see something on Instagram earlier today about where he got drafted to, like where it might hurt him a little bit, because the Warriors never really needed that big man to do much. They just needed a block and board type of guy. And I feel like James Wiseman's a little bit too athletic just to waste that on boards and blocks. And unless they change the offense up a little bit, I really don't see him thriving there. But I do see him thriving somewhere.
0: Here's what I think. I think they got to change up that offense because if I had a choice between Draymond or James Wiseman, I'm already taking James Wiseman. I... We'll say it any day of the week, 24-7. I will say it in my sleep. Draymond Green is highly overrated. I don't really think he can do much. He just does a tiny bit of everything. So he already feels like a bench player. What's what's the point of giving him so many minutes and so much money? You're just wasting your time and your weight. At that point, if they continue doing that next year, they're wasting James Wiseman's potential. So I think they go the James Wiseman route and kind of lay off Draymond a little bit. My uh my my selection for uh, the team that won the draft night
2: comes from a team that didn't even make a pick, they didn't make a single selection, and that's probably why I think they won the draft. Cause who wants to pick in this draft class anyway? <laughs> but the team I think that won the draft, the Los Angeles Clippers, they were able to make one trade, one trade, and I think it was probably my favorite trade of the night. They acquired Luke Kennard for next to nothing. They traded Landry Simit and what Rodney Magruder, some other pieces that are relevant and I think stealing Luke Kennard from the Pistons who rookie GM doesn't know what he's doing completely absurd the Pistons just worst offseason to date but regardless I think the Clippers had a really savvy move they were able to upgrade at their two guard they lost Montrezl Harrell in free agency I mean they replaced him with Ibaka but I really like what they've done to strengthen their nine man rotation heading into the season and I think the
3: Luke Connard acquisition was really crucial in that. Can we talk about how poorly those free agency signings were? Like can we just make fun of Detroit as a collective whole for a second? Go for you it. Got, you got Jeremy Grant for sixty million over three just three years. You signed Mason Plumley for twenty five and, that then, was, that was and, then, and then on top of it, you're just going to take some some no-name guy like Jaleel Okafor or just wasting, I don't know, like $4 million or nothing. Jaleel so, Okafor
0: like, has proven countless times that he is not going to be good in the NBA. He had a streak for like a couple of weeks where he was kind of decent, but that's it.
1: Hearing some of these free agency spots and how much money they're giving is just making it criminal for guys like Steven Adams. Who gets the two-year, thirty-five mil contract extension? But guys like Mason Plumley, like you say, get the money he got. Or Dario gets three twenty-seven. Like I'm no, 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 no. I, I don't, I don't, I don't agree with that. Some of these people are getting signed money they do not deserve, and people like Steven Adams are getting underpaid.
0: I'd pay some of these rookies more than Mason Plumley off a rip.
1: Honestly, honestly, that like I would do the same thing. But some of these rookies are getting, like, please correct me if I'm wrong, but the Brandon Ingram contract, have one good year and get 158 mil? Are you serious? Out of five years? That's a little much.
3: Meanwhile, you got guys like Alfred Payton for only $5 I I
1: don't, yeah, I don't understand this. Like, he did win most improved, good for him, but that's one year to win an award like that, and you're going to get a max contract.
0: I am not on the Mason Plumlee train. I would give him a happy meal. That's about it. <laughs> I mean, yeah, like why? Why let Christian
2: Wood walk if we're just gonna spend all our free agency money on, on guys worse Grand than Christian Wood. Yeah, like Christian Wood showed he had something left. Like he's like has potential. Like what do what are you getting? And like they made they made trades to acquire uh, Deadman and Magruder, who had non guaranteed second year deals, so they could do what? Wave and stretch them. Why would we want cap space the next two off seasons when we can just we can just take up all of our cap space this off season with guys like Jeremy Grant, Mason Pumley? Solid, solid moves from Troy
1: Weaver. Solid moves. I honestly, that's GM of the Year award type stuff. Speaking of free agency, what do y'all y'all think the Marcus Cousins deserve that second chance <laughs> or third or fourth or however many times? <laughs>
0: I mean, the Rockets are desperate for a big man, so...
1: I guess. I mean, that makes sense, but...
0: Yeah, I mean, I always always want the best for our UK guys, so... Go ahead, give it to him. Hopefully he can produce something, and... Yeah, you know, at least to get your money's worth,
3: hopefully. I'd like to get your all's reactions on uh, some of these transactions and trades made by our own funder, Sam Presti. Uh, kind of put me through a roller coaster of emotions. Uh, this past week, uh, I was on top of the world. First movie did tra- trading away Chris Paul. You know, we we the Rockets had to trade us a first round pick just to take him, and here we are sending him to the Suns. Don't know what they're doing. Chris Paul doesn't fit what they're trying to do, but we get a fir- We flip him into a no- Yet another first round pick. Plus, we get solid role players like Kelly Oubre. Ricky Rubio, good point guard, another first round pick, a second round pick. I mean, get in here. I'll take that all day. Then right, be- right before the draft, we trade for Al Horford. Uh, used to be an all star, kind of washed now, but I'll still take it. You know, I'll still take it. Uh, we didn't really give give up much for him. Just like you know, Terrence Ferguson, uh, Danny Green, by the way, who I don't know why we traded for to begin with. I would rather have Schroeder, but you know, I'll just I'll take it. I'll take it. I'll take. I'd good rather point. have a rock. Than Danny Green, yeah, <laughs> but yeah. So those were the good moves that I liked. What do you What do y'all think about those?
0: Perfect, G, like I mean, he, what Sam Presti has done has been unbelievable. I mean the the potential for the Thunder in the next ten years is otherworldly. So I'm I was all for those those uh, those moves that he made.
1: What, the the, what? the
0: specific ones that you said. I just want to clarify that.
1: Who was it in the group chat earlier in the week? They called him Sam Finesti.
0: Oh, that was me. <laughs> no,
1: that was a good one. Cause that's exactly what he did. He was finessing a lot of these GMs out of good players, and then he decided to play himself. I I don't even want to talk about it because it hurts how bad. Like, not, I don't think it was that bad, but it was pretty bad how he blew it up.
3: <laughs> yeah, I was I was looking forward to all that. I was on top of the world. Then we trade away Oubre to Golden State. Get another first-round pick. Whatever. Whatever. You know, I, I'd still rather have, like, Ubre and Rubio along with what our current roster was at that time. Mm-hmm. That's, that's just me. Um, and then draft night, we trade away those two first-round picks. Trade up. Uh, I didn't like that move either. Plus, got rid of Rubio, so there goes another player. Oh, well, we got Steven Adams at least still. Nope. Trade him to the Pelicans for... George Hill and I don't know, Darius Miller are Kentucky boys. We got like three Kentucky players on the Thunder now. We like that. Uh but yeah. Josh, your boy, Steven Adams, Kiwi is uh no longer on the team. I was
0: crying, dude. I saw that and like I could not sleep that night. Like I was just so sad. He's my favorite he was like my favorite player, man.
1: Well, at least right. you're not alone, because every comment section involving that trade was like, it's not going to look right without a Thunder jersey. And it's not. It's not going to look right without a Thunder jersey. Yeah, that was a great I know trade.
0: Devin's got something
1: to say. that, was a, that mic down. That was a right.
2: great trade. I don't know what you guys are talking about. What uh, was I'm What sure. was wrong with it?
1: Well, no, it's not. Nothing. Nothing's wrong with it. It's just I get the purpose behind the trades. I do. Like, we're just going to commit to the rebuild full on. Like we, we have the picks to do it. Let's just get rid of everything we have and try and get more for it. And I understand that, but it's not. You some know. assets can stay and still develop a future. Okay, like,
2: but you see, yeah, you see, I would agree with that when it comes to Rubio, and Ubre. However, Stephen Adams last year only averaged what uh, ten and nine. Like he, uh, nothing these minutes
1: are, it Nothing also went down. So. You can only do so much with the amount of minutes you're given.
2: I, I mean, I think that says something about the player, though, doesn't
1: it? I think that says something about the depth we have.
2: <laughs> I mean, he's already 27. I don't see how he's going to shape into the Thunder's future, especially if as Presti was committed to full tank committing for yeah, Cade that, Cunningham. That's true. That's so fine. I that think when you about. can move $28 million off the books... And still
0: pick up an additional pick. I'm completely happy with that move. I cried for a while after that, but then I kind of went straight-faced realizing that. So, yeah, I I, I went from a frown to a... Okay. (laughs) But I I will say this. I mean, think about what the Pelicans are going to have down low. They're going to have two Behemoths in Zion and Adams. They're going to have a lot of strength down there. So you got freaking Aquaman and...
1: Oh yeah, this is gonna be good. I, yeah, I gotta hear. I'm
0: this. trying to think of a comparison for Zion. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I was gonna say like a truck. <laughs> I don't know what to compare him to. <laughs> truck. Don't. Just a literal, just a literal like object. I mean, <laughs> just a big, strong object. But yeah, I think, I think, I think they'll they have something decent there, in in New Orleans, yeah, they also got some draft picks, so.
1: And uh here today uh, about an hour or two before this recording, uh the Warriors got granted a disabled player exception up to 9.3 mil. Who do you all think the Warriors should sign with that since they already addressed their big man issue? Do you think they should replace with clay or go to a little more depth and stretch it out?
3: Couldn't that be anybody? What do you mean? Could't that just couldn't they just sign anybody just like that's available?
1: Yes, yes, they can.
3: I don't know who that would be. Like I said, that could literally be, literally be anybody.
0: Can't say I, I know either. I mean. Uh, well, you, you don't know who would. I mean. Shabazz Napier? I don't Reggie Jackson
1: still? I... <laughs> Is the free agency list that short and awful?
2: I mean, Shabazz uh, let's Napier. See. Let's see we got. Jordan McG- Coughlin, Shaquille. we got Harrison. we got the goat,
0: Shabazz Napier. We got the all star himself, Shaquille Harrison. We've got the greatest of all time, Kyle Korver.
1: Okay, all right. You know what? Never mind. The Warriors would be better actually, off just keeping a nine point three mil and spending a clash actually.
0: Hold up, they got Rondae Hollis Jefferson on here. That could be something. But I wouldn't mind getting him. I wouldn't give him nine all of that, all that money. I'd give him like. Yeah. 1.5. Yeah,
1: Rondé Hollis Jefferson, 9.3 mil. Yeah.
0: Making no, Yogi Yogi Ferrell. I mean, he he just flashed a couple of flashed a couple I, of times.
1: I would give him about 4.5 out of that.
0: I would give Yogi Ferrell 100 mil a year.
1: Okay, let's calm down there. <laughs> <laughs> Do you, so what? So we replace the shooter with the shooter, even though Yogi. I mean, I don't know.
0: Is he a shooter? I don't really know what he is. He's just short. He's just
1: undersized. <laughs> he is undersized for yeah. Well, then I guess
3: the Warriors saw Ilyasova.
1: Okay, no.
0: Okay. Been there, done that. I mean, right. every team in the league has had him, and he has not done really much of anything. Okay, he's now, just been there.
1: Like I said, the Warriors can just take that nine point three mil and take out the players to dinner. Do whatever. I don't
0: know. <laughs> <laughs> my dinner is that... Just buy all their players a car.
1: <laughs> yeah, like, just do something with the money. Yeah,
0: just, Steve Kerr comes in the locker room. He's like, guess what, everybody? We're getting Lambos. Oh.
1: Wait, all, everybody's going to get a Lambo at 9.3 mil?
0: Probably, yeah. And they're, what, $300,000? Mm, well,
1: mm.
0: I mean, how many guys they got? I don't
1: it's know. A 15-man roster, so...
0: Okay, well, we'll get oh, them.
1: They're
2: about they're about four hundred thousand dollars,
0: yeah. If not, get them a Tesla, get him the Cybertruck.
1: Yeah, just get a nice car for the whole team. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, you know, since we've been talking about uh, some young guys with the with the draft going on tonight, uh, not tonight, but I mean we're talking about it tonight. Um, <laughs> Let's talk about some even younger guys, uh, college guys specifically. Talk about our boys over, over in blue in Lexington, KY. Kentucky Wildcats played more head state today. Pooped on them. What do you guys think about our team this year?
1: Uh, Davy Vince uh, has the greatest shot form in the SEC and possibly in the NCAA.
0: <laughs> did be looking smooth? Did be looking smooth?
1: I I don't know what. Our team looks like we can actually shoot a little bit this year. I'm pretty happy on that. If we could fix the air ball issue, yeah.
0: Brandon but, Boston.
1: Hey, he got. the – I felt He'd, like I feel like a lot of players this year might need a few minutes to warm up. Devin Askew in particular.
0: They both of those guys definitely did a lot better in the second half.
1: Indeed, indeed. So I will give them that. Maybe it just takes a minute. And it was the first game of the season in a whole different format. I hate the way. He, the court looks with during COVID times. I, sick. <laughs> are, Those are, you Giants, uh, are you talking about oh the my stickers? Are stickers? Are you talking about the benches? <laughs> it's gracious. It's atrocious. Like it's just it's a whole new different thing for them. We I'm gonna be a little lenient on the on the guys. It's a, especially to the transferred players, it's a little different for them too. Particularly like Mints or something coming from Creighton and coming to the SEC where it's a little more watched. So I I feel like they had some pressure on them. They played well, but you could tell that it was a little eye-opening for them.
3: We got a lot of length. We're going to be good defensively. Very Not tall worried about team. That. Very tall
0: team. We only have like a few guys that are under six seven.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
0: And they, I mean, have, yeah, I, they have the athleticism oh,
2: to compliment it as well.
1: I'll say that about Askew. He was very defensive. Is that pronounced Askew? It? Ask you or skew. One or the other. Ask you.
0: Are you even pronouncing the A? It sounds like you're saying skew. <laughs> yeah, that's what I was gonna say. <laughs> yeah, I know, I agree. He's great. Yeah,
1: he's a great defensively. i I take him any chance I got on the defensive side of the ball.
0: Ashton Higgins with a shot. Hopefully. Hopefully. I mean it's only been one game, but that's what I'm hoping. What do you guys think about um? Isaiah Jackson.
3: Dude can dunk from the free throw line. Dude can windmill oh, yeah, from the free that. throw
0: line. Now, he looked he looked pretty decent. Um, shot form kind of looks a little weird, but they were going in, and, I mean, he was doing really well on defense, keeping his ground, stand planted, and obviously that, that nasty block he had. So, I, I, I think true. he's going to look good.
2: Yeah, he definitely seems like a very high-energy, high-motor athletic guy that can do a lot of things on both sides of the ball, so... He's I mean, fast. Very, so yeah,
0: fast. Yeah, fast. They say he was the fastest guy on our team, right? And he's six ten? Yep. I mean that's insane. The three fourths court sprint. That's insane. So out of out of our team this year, who's like who's the guy you think is gonna break out and just go off? BR be, be our John Wall or Anthony Davis? Terrence Clark. J-
1: Clark or Jackson. We're sleeping on B.J. Boston. Honestly, I can't say it. Uh, after one game,
2: I mean, he was yeah. he was underwhelming tonight, and he still was our leading scorer. Wasn't he our leading scorer?
0: Him or Clark? I think they both had similar numbers, but he got he got MVP. Who so did well, uh, the- uh, Boston. Wait, Bux. Well- what? Boston got MVP,
1: but how much he
2: didn't even play well.
0: Yeah, he got as We're Boston was our
3: leading scorer. Yes.
0: Yeah, and he didn't even play well, so I think the ceiling is the limit. Yeah, I think, I, and like you could tell, like especially between him and Clark, like even in the first half when neither one of them were really doing that well, Cal was leaving them out there. Um, so I think he kind of wanted to get them to get that experience and get them going, kind of open uh open their eyes a little bit, wake up. So I think I think Cal's gonna have those two guys like whipped into good shape by the time March comes around.
1: I did see this is something I've not really seen from Calipari in the last years or so. Um, the man was encouraging him to keep shooting after even missing. He wants his team to shoot. I've not really heard of him wanting to do that i've heard of him wanting to space the floor out to the three-point line but then we would move it in but this man wants the kids to shoot something's different and then the lobs were absurd like i've never seen so many lobs thrown like we get lobs every year of course we have guys that can do it but we were throwing lobs at inopportune times we shouldn't like they're trying to make opportunities out of nothing like I, i don't i don't know what it is
0: right it definitely felt a little different from previous years
1: and uh, yeah, just the way they were playing and how fast it was moving and what they were, what he was wanting the kids to do. It, it just, it was a whole different experience. All right. And speaking of more we're going to move past the pass matchup and uh, talk about this Richmond matchup because a, I heard the commentary team talk about it for the 30 minutes of the last half. And it was really annoying. <laughs> Because they, th- they think it's going to be a marquee matchup of the weekend that everybody should see. So who who do you think is going to help us the most in that match? Because he was right. They have a DPOY in the point guard. I can't think of his name right now.
0: I can't name anybody on Richmond. I think we're going to.
1: Oh, I've never been into my A-10 <laughs> team, so. <I'm>
0: gonna...
2: <laughs> I mean, I was really excited. I was really excited for Richmond this season. But once they lost uh, Nick Sherrod, as kind of. Kind of underwhelming.
0: What else they have behind him? But I'm, I'm de- personally, am definitely more excited for, for the Kansas game on Tuesday. As am I.
1: Everybody, is. everybody is. But for a low marquee matchup, I mean, I see why Richmond would be pointed out to us. But
0: yeah, I just don't get why literally the game after Richmond is Kansas, and the whole time they're like, Richmond's going to be a test. I mean, Kentucky's Still really got to come out and do time. good. I mean,
2: Richmond, <laughs> Richmond was supposed to be a top twenty team before uh, Sherrod <laughs> went down. So, I that's I mean...
1: True. It's true, nah, like, that's true,
3: but, like... Yeah, that's true. Guys, we're gonna be fine. It's Richmond.
1: That's right, exactly. how that's good right. they are.
3: They're Richmond. We're gonna be fine.
2: Yeah, so, Okay, that's... No that's, offense. So was Evansville, yeah. yeah?
1: Yeah? Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't... <laughs> that doesn't mean anything. The A-10's a rather good conference. Rhode Island, Richmond. Rice is good at times. Like, it's not nothing rice. to out on them.
0: I love yeah. rice. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I think I think I think uh, Jacob Gillard will be a really interesting test for Devin Askew, though. Uh, good yeah. defensive guard with a high motor and can really do things on both sides of the ball. So I think that'll be a really nice test for our young our young
0: starting point guard. I think it will be a decent test, but I still got this feeling that Devin Askew is going to do good next game. I I feel like he's gonna I feel like he's gonna embrace that test and just. Show him why he reclassified and still got that starting point guard position. So,
1: you know what you did bring that out. That that's a good point. That is a very good.
0: Point. That's that says a lot. He got like they were saying. You know, Cal. He's like he's talking about how at, uh, Devin Askew is his guy over Mints. You know, like this older guy, grad transfer. Like, I mean, well, not grad transfer, but transfer. Um. Yeah, you know, it kind of says something about how talented Eskew uh, could be. Like, I mean, if he's playing with guys who are all older than him, and he's still got that point guard position, I mean, unlock that's that says a lot about the kind of dog he is. So, yeah. So I look, I like I look for I look for him to thrive against the competition.
3: I like having options. One guy has a bad game; the other guy can step up. Oh
0: my god! It's it's so good. It's like. I mean, we have so many options. I mean, yeah, options down low. We got options at the guard position. we got options in the middle. It's like
2: it's like low. it's like when you go to the Thanksgiving table, you just see all of these sides, all of these enticing appetizing just dishes just lined from wall to wall. You got the corn, you got the mashed potatoes, you got the sweet potatoes. you name <laughs> it, they got it stuffing. can't forget
0: stuffing. That's just a new quote. You got the corn. You know when a team's good, they got the corn. The cream corn. The cream corn. It's a little bit oh, you know,
2: saucy. It's got some crunch. To I, don't I, the
1: I don't know if I would have. I don't know if I
0: would have. Personally, I don't know if I would have let off with corn when it comes to Thanksgiving. You know, but. Uh, well, you know. can't be.
1: I mean, you got to be original about it. You can't just start off with turkey like everybody else. And to what that's Devin t- said, if. And to what Devin said, if you don't eat stuffing, you're a psycho. Thank
0: I you. agree. I agree.
2: Like, stuffing is. You don't is...
1: eat stuffing, you are a psycho.
2: <laughs> stuffing mashed potatoes mac and cheese essential
1: i don't know my grandmother makes these like baked apple pies and she puts like sugar on it those Ooh. are those are essential those are just essential. crucial
0: uh, i'm a, I'm a big essential pumpkin pie guy big ah, pumpkin
1: it's, just pie pie. it's just too basic
2: it's just too basic basic pumpkin pie is the most basic thing ever it's more basic Every than turkey
1: white girl just got offended at you right now
2: do white girls
0: like pumpkin pie
2: I don't Did even never... know. I don't know. If that's necessary. You don't, you don't know that. What Pump... <laughs> pumpkin like, you're pie talking...
1: latte or spice latte? Uh, okay, well that,
2: that that's a drink. It's like, pumpkin it's like pie. apple pie, drinkable pecan pie, pie. pie. All of these other pies are
3: so much better.
1: Can we... All right. I mean, it's either pumpkin pie for me or uh, coconut pie coconut I don't know, cream bro. pie
3: coconut's trash coconut
1: you... cream pie is the move.
0: coconut cream pie slaps it does slap
1: <laughs> it slaps
0: slaps doesn't. I'm not Chet even a big coconut guy like. I don't, I'm know. not a big I'm not a big almond joy guy like I don't like coconut that often Josh man. you
2: know the best you know the best place with coconut uh, cream pie Frisch's Father's.
0: Fathers. oh Father's Fava's,
2: Fava's. Oh. Fava's.
0: <laughs> I think you know, honestly I yep. think we should just at this point we need to just make like a Pie bracket. (laughs) Absolutely.
1: Do some polls. (laughs) Absolutely. We're going to do that. And to anybody listening to this podcast from wherever location in the world you are, Lexington, Kentucky or Lexington, Virginia, please come to Georgetown, Kentucky and have favas and eat their coconut cream pies so you can understand the love we have for it.
0: (laughs) Immaculate. Immaculate. On, on, On that note, I think we should
2: wrap it up. Devin? Go for it. All right, and that'll do it for another episode of the From the Sidelines podcast. As, as Josh mentioned earlier, check out our new website. You can check it out at www.theftspod.wixsite.com backslash FTSpod. Let us know what you guys think about the new website. We'll have it updated in our links and our social media, so you can just go to our social media page on Instagram at FTSPod and on Twitter at TheFTSPod. You can find the link to our website directly. If you want to hear, if you have any thoughts on this episode or any, any draft predictions or who, who do you think is going to be the next LeBron James out of this draft class, feel free to shoot us an email to TheFTSPod at gmail.com. <laughs> hold Whoa. up, hold
1: Whoa. up, hold Whoa. up, hold Whoa. up, Whoa, <laughs> you're told to assume a LeBron James is going to come out of
0: this draft. I probably would have personally said, you know, who do you think the next Yogi Ferrell is going to be? <laughs> Anthony Bennett. How about that?
1: Yeah. God.
0: Well, bye. Have a great time.
1: Bye. Have a great time, everybody. Devin's yeah, – Whatever. <laughs>